welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. If you're remodeling or building a new home, you don't want to miss these podcasts. We share information about every component of your home. You'll learn about tile, appliances, cabinets, paint, flooring, lighting. Yes, we have it all. Well, today is Season 5, Episode 22. Are you thinking of starting a renovation project or a remodel project or new construction or specialty work like plumbing or drywall? If you are, it's important to find a good contractor who will stay within your budget and on time. Many of us are not do-it-yourselfers. We all wish we could do everything ourselves, but we can't. Unless you have the time, the knowledge, the tools, and the helpers, it's a good idea to get a professional. Many years ago, there were items in a local newspaper that always uh, showed projects. People could send in their projects of what they did themselves. I always read that. It always appeared on the home section on Saturdays. They always had pictures and then pros and cons. And as expected, some of the cons were that it took very long to complete their project, sometimes uh, up to a year, um, and they didn't have the right tools. Uh, They would have to go buy them or borrow them. Uh, They would need some subs, most important, but maybe they didn't know anybody and they'd have to wait to get on their list. Uh, They'd have to find electrical and plumbing subcontractors who could follow codes and be licensed. And if it does, if it wasn't done right, of course, this led to um, items or catastrophes, actually, where it would end up costing more to fix it if you didn't get the proper uh, subcontractor or person who knew what they were doing. On the other side, people enjoyed doing it themselves because they ended up saving money. But the cons outweighed the pros. So if you're in that situation and you want to get something done and you aren't a professional contractor, I would suggest you look for a general contractor. And today we're going to talk about the 10 red flags when you're looking for a contractor. So if you want to make notes or refer to this podcast when you're looking for a contractor, I think it's very important. You'll find all of these to be very interesting, helpful, and very important. So the first thing is when you're looking for a contractor, can they verify their license or insurance? If a contractor can't provide their insurance number or their license number, Be very careful. They may not have a license to do work. They may not have any insurance coverage. And you don't even want to work with these people. You should also check on their state license board to see if your contractor has the right license for the right project. If you go into the Arizona Registrar of Contractors, they provide all the insurance information and bonding information that would be needed. And if and also they would uh, have any unresolved complaints. You definitely want to check the background of this person who says he's a contractor. Hopefully he is, but you never know. So these are very important things to know. So check his license. Now, if he says he's using his brother's, cousin's, friend's license, don't even go there because that's illegal. And that doesn't give you any recourse if something goes wrong. So make sure that he is legal. 
The second thing to look for is when a contractor insists that you pay cash. Now, this is totally against the law. The Federal Trade Commission warns that if a contractor requires a cash payment, he may be scamming you. And I might say that because everybody is so busy, it seems that this is the year of the remodel, well, it started in 2020, that all of the scammers come to the area that's very busy. At one time, uh, everybody was replacing their roof in the area where I lived because we had a hailstorm. And there were warnings constantly that there were roofers coming from every single state as far away as Florida or the state of Washington, all converging on Arizona, to get you to sign up with them to replace your roof. And these obvious, they should wear a t-shirt that says, I'm a scammer because a lot of these are obvious, but unfortunately a lot of them aren't, so you have to be very careful. So again, don't, um, don't pay anything in cash. If the contractor says that he will give you a discount if you pay cash, walk the other way. If he's vetted and you feel that he was referred to you and he's asking for cash, if you do pay cash, make sure that you get a signed receipt and you get details of the project, but we're gonna go into that. Okay, the third one is that you probably, depending on your project, require building permits and codes. Now, a contractor who's experienced can navigate through these building codes and permits, and it's very complicated for the homeowner, although you could get your own permits, but you have to know what you're doing and it is time consuming. So if you have a legitimate contractor, it's very easy for him to get your uh, permits. Um, but if he says you don't need a permit for your project, there again, another red flag. So just say goodbye to him and go to the next one to interview. Number four, if you're a contractor doesn't have an online presence, and who doesn't, I would question him. If he's not online, how do you find out information? How did you get him in the first place? But he's not the one for you if he doesn't have any Facebook page, website, if you can't find him in the yellow pages, the Better Business Bureau, on and on. That means he probably just stuck a, a sign on his... Um, on his pickup truck and decided to be a contractor. So you definitely want somebody who's experienced. You should also be able to read customer reviews, which obviously you have to be online to get. You should um, definitely look at the, re the negative reviews. I always check negative reviews. And if you find that there's one negative review and 10 positive reviews, well, possibly it's the person who reviewed who maybe had some sort of issue and it's not a big deal. So, um, but if you have 10 negatives and one positive, again, start looking for a new contractor. Well, let me talk about Studio 41 before I go any further. We have another Mm, five to ten items to go, but let's talk about Studio 41 showrooms. Well, they do have one in Scottsdale. This is the source I go to for plumbing, and they have cabinetry there, and 
the best selection of hardware for your cabinets and every kind of mirror, shower door that you can think of. And they carry Kohler as well as many other brands. So you want to visit uh, Studio 41. They have 13 showrooms in Illinois. So if you don't live in Illinois and you don't live in Arizona, you can still go on their website, Shop Studio 41, see what you like. You can shop online. And uh, I think you'll be very happy with them. They, They are a wonderful company to deal with. Well, now let's get back to number five. Uh, Number five says, again, like I was saying before, too many bad reviews. I would say that this is not a good contractor because typically people are honest when they review. I notice a lot of people will take the time to either put it on Yelp or maybe Google reviews if they're very happy. So you definitely want to check these reviews. Well, number six are, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty, price quotes. If their quote is very low, now, you don't remodel all the time, so how would you know if it's low? Well, I always suggest that you get three bids. They should come in pretty close. If you have a very low bid and a very high bid, I would suggest either taking the medium bid, the middle bid, or getting a fourth bid because something's wrong here. They should really be in sync. They should be pretty close. So when they're pretty close, then you make a decision on other items, like do you like the person? Um, you, do you feel comfortable with him? We'll talk about that more. So don't always go with the lowest bid. You'll be very sorry, because typically there's a reason why it's a low bid. He wants to get the money quickly, wants to get the job done, and maybe his workmanship isn't good because there are certain things that take time to do correctly. So think about that. Uh, here's a good one. Number seven, if they can't answer your questions, before you choose a contractor, you should have plenty of questions. Get more details about the materials that they plan to use, how long the project will take, the itemized cost. Don't ever accept a bid with one simple total price, and you have no idea what that price covers. And believe me, I have seen that. And I've seen people sign the contract. They have no idea what they're doing. Uh, They have no idea what the contractor is doing. They don't know what they're doing, and it ends up to be a very negative um, experience for the homeowner. I used to do a um, seminar for homeowners. It was called, I Want to Remodel My Kitchen, Where Do I Start? And in it, I would give a couple of hints on what to look for for a contractor. One of them was... If you can't get them either by text, email, or phone quickly, or if you do send an email or leave a message, and they don't get back to you quick, what's it going to be like when you need them during the project? I always say communication is the key. And if you don't get them to call you back, there's a reason for that. Either they can't be bothered. I mean, I would say if they're in the middle of um, pouring concrete, they can't call you back. Usually contractors who call back do it early in the morning, typically not not when they start work. In Arizona, they start work about 5.30 because it gets hot here. But then in the evening, they return their calls. Now, if you don't get a return call by the evening, go on to the next one on your list. 
Um, they should also specify all the materials that they're going to include in your project. Typically, if they don't tell you, they're going to get the cheapest material. They're not going to get the best. They should be getting middle of the line, but a lot of them will go to a big box store and they'll get the cheapest stuff they can, and you don't want that contractor. If you do employ or contract with a designer who can design the project and then specify the products, you'd be better off because then that's, those specifications go to the contractor. And what's nice about that is if you interview three contractors or two, more than one, you give them the specs so they all have the same specs and they're bidding apples to apples. That will give you the best estimate. If you don't give them a list, there are contractors who tend to think they're designers and they'll start suggesting different things or, hey, we can do this instead of that. Then they'll price that, but then those ideas and specifications aren't given to the second contractor. So they're not bidding apples to apples, so that's not a good way to go. Definitely want them all on the same page. Now, if you're being pressured to make a decision, which is number eight, nobody likes to be rushed, especially with a big decision like that. A lot of times these projects cost a lot of money, and you really want to think about it. You want to get a professional contractor who is not going to push you into something. Um, you want to think about your options. Um, but also, you want to wonder, why are they pressing you to sign now? Is it that they're going to go on vacation and they need your deposit? So always be leery of that. Take your time, but don't take too much time because everybody's busy, like I said, and you're going to miss your, your time slot in their calendar. So give yourself enough time to compare, to think about it, to talk about it, to check things over, and then make a decision and then bring the contractor that you decide to go with in and have another, um, another meeting with him. So now, here's another one that happens a lot. The contractor's late. He doesn't get back to you. Uh, whether it's a consultation or it's an in-person meeting, if a contractor can't be punctual and show up on time for his appointments, what's it going to be like for you to work for him? You're always going to be waiting, the waiting game, and he'll always have an excuse. Don't forget, this person, this contractor, becomes part of your life while he's doing the project. So if you feel comfortable with him, if you feel like you can rely on him, on his expertise, and you have confidence in his work, then he's the one for you. If you don't feel that way, there's a big red flag. Don't use him. Now, I have to tell you that I keep referring to the contractor as he. It's just a habit I have, but there are many female contractors around that are very good. So don't always think that it's a man's world and they are the only ones that can do this. Not true. Well, number 10, we're going to talk about references. If a contractor can't give you legitimate references, not his mother and his sister, if he can't give you the phone numbers of these references, then 
there's something that he's hiding or he just started his business and he doesn't have any references and he's never done this before. And he's not the one on your list. Um, he's not the one that you really want to work with. So be careful. Make sure that you call these references. And, you know, here's another thing. If he's going to do a kitchen remodel and he gives you a reference on a garage edition, that's not what you want to see. You want to see references of the same project that you're doing because that's the only way you're going to know if he knows what he's doing. So that's very important. Uh, let's talk about monogram. You know, monogram and appliances are one of the things in a kitchen remodel that is very important. So you have to know your appliances. There again, that's where the kitchen designer comes in handy. They will point you in the right direction. Monogram has intelligent appliances, and they're all controlled with an app called Smart HQ. And I've said this before. You cannot get the app if you don't get the smart appliances because it's useless. Now, you can get smart appliances, and if you don't want the app, that's up to you. But you can control your oven and your dishwasher. And, of course, when they keep upgrading their app, you get all the upgrades, and they might add more uh, recipes if you have uh, an oven. So it comes in handy, but you have to know how to use it, and don't be shy to ask. If you want to learn more about the app and the appliances, go to monogram.com. And also, it would be very advisable to visit your local showroom to actually see these appliances and talk to a experienced salesperson. That's extremely important. So I want to go into a couple of other things about contractors, just in case you didn't know. A contractor, a general contractor, is different than a subcontractor. Now, you might say, of course, everybody knows that. But for the people who are new to this, new to building or doing some work in your home, just remember that a general contractor is like a babysitter. He supervises, coordinates, and manages your project. A lot of times he will have hands-on, but he is responsible for everybody working on his project, and he's responsible for the plans, the materials, the costs. He's the one that you're going to pay for the whole job, and then he disperses the monies to his subcontractor. Now, there are subcontractors for electric work, concrete, carpentry, drywall, flooring, um, painting. A lot of these have to have licenses, at least in the state of Arizona. A general contractor has to have a license. He has to have insurance and bonding. And then he has to employ licensed subcontractors. So that's his responsibility. Typically, you have no idea what goes on behind the scenes unless you start getting complaints from the subcontractor, which sometimes that happens. You never know. So you should be able to feel very comfortable, again, with your contractor because you've vetted him, you've checked on him, you've gone through all of his background, his references, and you feel comfortable with him. So I would say then you can start working on your project. Don't even try doing this without a general contractor if it's a large project because you will be um, overwhelmed and you'll be tired and you'll be disappointed. So get the professional. I had a friend who's a 
she's a kitchen designer and she's a professional and she said you know you would never go to a um, butcher to have your heart repaired don't go to a contractor to get your kitchen designed and don't go to people who don't know what they're doing to get your project done you'll be happier in the end in the long run I would say you'd be extremely happy Hopefully. And by the way, if you're working with a contractor who is licensed and there is a problem, you can put a complaint in, ask for an inspection with the Registrar of Contractors. Now, they do that in many states, and I don't know the laws of all the states, but I do know in Arizona that the reason why we all use a licensed contractor and why he uses subcontractors is because everybody pays into a recovery fund. So that means if there is a complaint, say you had a contractor and he did some work that you weren't happy with and then you asked for an inspection and they said, yes, I agree with you, this has to be fixed. What they do is uh, give the contractor a chance to fix the problem and if you're not happy with that, then they go into the recovery fund and they get somebody else um, who happens to be licensed to um, correct the problem. So if you don't have a licensed contractor, you have no recourse, you're just uh, stuck, and maybe you can fix it yourself. There again, that's why you are not a do-it-yourselfer, because you don't want to do this yourself. You want it done correctly in a timely fashion and also be cost-conscious. A lot of times when you do it yourself, it ends up costing more money than you had planned. So that's it for today. I hope everybody enjoyed all of my hints. And hopefully if you're going to start a project, you can follow all of these steps to make sure that you're working with the right person. So Could you please subscribe for these podcasts on the platform that you're using to listen to these? And don't forget to share them with your friends. I put a lot of time and effort into educating the listeners and explaining about everything possible when it comes to remodeling or when it comes to anything having to do with your home, from painting to backyards. If you want to learn more about me, I have a website that shows a lot of my designs and asks, um, answers questions about what I've been doing. It's nancyhugo.com. Feel free to go on there. And if you have any questions, you can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. In the meantime, I want you to stay safe, have a great day, and email me if I didn't cover anything that you were uh, questioning about getting a general contractor. Thank you.